Hi everyone, welcome back to Emphasis on the Itch. My name's Caitlin and today I will be talking about the importance of independence. So today's topic actually came to me as I was being independent because this morning I decided to take myself out to breakfast and I went to a diner that's like maybe eight or ten minutes away from my house and I sat down, I brought my notebook with me so I could plan out my podcast and also write my grocery list. And I ordered a coffee, I got water, I got this delicious omelet with home fries and like buttered Texas toast. And it was absolutely delicious and very relaxing and peaceful to just be sitting and eating by myself and kind of taking everything in around me. And as I was doing that, I thought this is the perfect topic for today's podcast. So before I begin to talk about what independence is to me and what that means for my life and really just my opinion on it, I wanted to give the actual definition of independence. So according to Google, (laughs) independence means that you are free from outside control. And that was like the first definition. And I kind of feel like that is more geared toward, you know, like countries at war or um, proclamations of independence from states or something like that. So that was the first definition. But the second one was not depending on another's on another for livelihood or support. And that could be in, you know, support of any kind. It could be emotional support, it could be financial, it could be, you know, physically somebody supporting you, but it's just when you are not depending on another for really anything. Now, to me, independence is when you're very content and very happy kind of doing your own thing and you respect your alone time, as well as, you know, not really leaning on anybody for anything or not necessarily needing someone to do every little thing for you. You can kind of handle it yourself and, you know, you can be independent at any point in your life for any reason. I think that you can really be independent or kind of learn to be independent at any time. And if currently you're not feeling like you're very independent, maybe you really depend on others for whatever it may be. Um, I think independence is something that you definitely have to, you know, either learn or acquire or kind of go through. And it's really not hard to be independent. It's really not. And that's something that I had to learn because I used to be very, very dependent on others. And I think that that was kind of hard to realize and to kind of accept But once you begin to do things for yourself and learn new things and get out of your comfort zone and not rely on other people, either for the support or rely on their opinions or their confirmation of you, life is good. So again, if right now you feel like I am not independent at all, I'm so dependent on other people, I rely on them for everything, it's okay. You will learn. And if you want to take that step now, take that step now. Because like I said, I was very dependent, especially in like relationships. I was so dependent on, you know, being with someone and making sure that they were like totally focused on me and what I was doing. And it definitely was not good. And I could never be happy like by myself. I always had to be with them. 
I couldn't even be happy with like friends because I was so dependent on the person that I was dating, which is stupid and ridiculous, but we're good. We've grown. But I think, you know, especially if you're dependent during like a relationship, it's fully because you are not practicing self-love or self-care. You might be insecure, which I definitely was. And especially in that time in my life, I never, you know, did things on my own. I never went out of my comfort zone. I would have never taken myself to breakfast during that time of my life. And I heavily relied on everybody else to make me happy or to like fulfill joy in my life. And I never relied on myself. Another note that I wanted to kind of discuss is that not only can you learn independence, but some people are forced to, right? Like something happens in their life and, you know, maybe it's when they're younger, maybe it's when they're older, maybe they were forced to move out or they were forced to live on their own or start to take responsibility for themselves at a young age. And I almost felt like they had the upper hand right? Because then they learned more about independence earlier and like how to take care of themselves. But I think everybody learns it at a different age. And I think the most important thing is that you do learn it. It doesn't really matter, you know, if you learn it at the age of 16 when your parents get a divorce and you have to pick between the two and how you're going to take care of yourself. Um, or if you learn it at the age of 34, like I don't really think it matters when you learn to be independent, but I think it's definitely important that you do because I don't think it's healthy to rely on everybody else for your happiness or for your stability or for your financial, you know, constraints or whatever it may be for your whole entire life. I definitely don't think that's healthy. And I think, like I said, if you're not feeling super independent right now, you will get there. And it takes little small steps and it takes a lot of self-love and self-care. And it's, again, it's really rewarding when you do feel like you're independent because, you can almost, almost do everything yourself. Not everything, okay? We're not going to get cocky. But you feel like this sense of like power and like your higher self, I guess, because you can really hand, handle anything that comes your way. So now that we kind of talked about like what independence means, and by the way, I'm going to say that word like 5,000 times because that's the focus of, you know, this episode and it's really hard to say like any other word. But now that we have kind of defined it and talked about when you might become independent or if you are already or if you are not, I want to kind of go into a little bit of detail about what I feel like is independence and what it means in my life. So I already gave my definition for it, but some examples of, you know, being independent and what I've done is, like I said, going out to eat by myself. And I know that's like such a weird example because... I feel like people do that a lot, but truly going out by yourself, having the confidence to sit alone in a restaurant, order your food, not be on your phone the whole time. And I definitely made sure I wasn't on my phone the whole time, but just sitting there and enjoying, you know, if there's music in the restaurant, enjoying the music or enjoying the food that you're eating, getting a bougie coffee because you can, um, reading a book maybe, or like I was doing, kind of planning out my day. And I just think it's wonderful. And I've, I'm going to be honest with you, I've only done it like two or three times in my life because I just kind of forget that it's like an option. Like I know the one time I went to the mall and I was hungry and I was like, oh, it's fine. Like I'll just go home and eat. But then I was like, no, like why don't I, you know, get something from Starbucks, sit outside. It was a beautiful day. 
and just kind of eat and enjoy the weather like by myself and I feel like at the mall it's a little more nerve-wracking because there's creeps okay and they could come over and sit by you and start talking to you and it's not what you want but it didn't happen and it was fine but even this morning like when I was sitting there eating my breakfast alone for like a split second I was like oh my god all these people are judging me because I'm sitting here alone but then I like stopped myself and I'm like Caitlin no one cares nobody cares what you're doing (laughs) like honestly everyone else there was families there was like a couple there was some girlfriends and I'm like in my head like I said for a split second I was like oh my god they're staring at me they're like why is that girl sitting alone what is she doing she must have no friends but then I stopped like all those negative thoughts and I was like or they could they could be thinking damn that's an independent woman and she doesn't need anybody to sit with her she could sit and eat and do her thing and be a boss you know what and move on with her day so definitely going off of that one thing that can happen when you start to be more independent is like negative thoughts of people being like oh my god like she's a bitch because she doesn't need any help with anything or you know she's lonely she doesn't have any friends that's why she's alone but actually nine times out of ten independent people love their alone time and they're fine with being alone So a couple more examples, at least, like I said, for like my personal experience, going out to eat by myself, um, grocery shopping, meal prepping, all for myself, you know, not for other people. And cooking can be a tough thing for people to learn. And I'm not saying I'm the best chef out there, but I think learning how to cook and cooking healthy foods for yourself is a sign of independence because, you know, you're not relying on takeout or you're not ordering food all the time. You're not going to Wawa and relying on somebody else to cook your your meals for you. You're shopping for the foods by yourself. You're making those decisions and you're meal prepping and making sure that for yourself, you have, you know, the healthiest meals that you can, at least for the week. Another example would be going to the gym alone. And, you know, sometimes it's really nice to go with a friend. That way you have like a little workout partner or maybe you go with your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your mom or your dad or whoever. But sometimes it's really nice to just go by yourself and kind of like get done what you need to get done and listen to the music you want to and not worry about a single thing except like working on you. And it's really nice. You don't have to worry about any what anybody's thinking because everybody's doing their own thing. Everybody's independent working on themselves and it's really nice another one that I wrote down is taking myself on a shopping spree (laughs) and I don't know if that's independent like having independence or if that's just like being a little goof and like going and spending money for no reason but listen if shopping is your thing which it is mine and I definitely get that from my mom go do it who cares and again I really like to shop by myself because then nobody's rushing me. I don't have to worry about what other people want to look at. I can just do what I got to do, get what I want and go. So again, sometimes shopping with a group or shopping with friends or, you know, my mom is really fun. But for the most part, I really like to do it by myself. Another thing that I believe, you know, shows a little bit of independence is just taking a walk by yourself, which just to say this can be dangerous depending on where you live. But, you know, when it's beautiful out, if you just like take a walk, put a podcast in or, you know, listen to music or like take a mindful walk and, you know, use the Calm app to listen to like mindful walking. Um, I think that really shows like independence, like you're comfortable walking on your own, you're confident, you know, come up and get me 
crazies out there because I'm ready to fight. No, I'm just kidding. But I think taking walks or even like going on a jog or it kind of goes back to like going to the gym by yourself, like doing those kind of like active things by yourself, even if you go on a hike by yourself, you know, independently. I think that just really shows, you know, that you got yourself and you can take care of it and you can do the things that you enjoy on your own and you don't need company to do those things. The last example that I wrote down is living on your own. And now that could mean like living physically by yourself, like just you. That could mean you and a dog. That could mean you and a cat. That could mean you and a roommate, you and your boyfriend, whatever. But it's just like moving out of your parents, you know, getting out of that like family dynamic and having, you know, rent under your name or a mortgage under your name or something and just being responsible for the cleaning that goes on in the house and the cooking and the decorating and everything that, you know, somebody's going to have to do and that somebody is you. And even though, you know, I moved out, what is it, almost a year ago now. And before that, I lived at college and, you know, I lived in an apartment in a dorm there. And that's a sign of independence. And that helps you grow and learn how to do things on your own. And even though now I live with roommates, you know, it's just us three. Nobody's mom lives here. Nobody's brother lives with us. No one older to like take care of anything. We pay the rent on our own. We clean, we garden, we decorate, we cook food. You know what I mean? Like we monitor ourselves. And even though there are three of us here, we're all very independent. We do our own things, but then we have the times where we go out together or we cook dinner together or whatever it may be where we can have a little bit of independence, but then, you know, a little bit of girl time too. And I think just to go off of that, it's really important especially when you have roommates or when you live with friends or when you live with whoever, that you understand that just because you're alone, you know, like maybe one of my roommates is at work and the other one is at the gym and I'm just chilling in the house by myself. It's really important when you are either developing your independence or when you have established your independence that you're okay with being alone. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're lonely, right? You're alone, but you're not lonely. Like you're not sitting there sad because one person is working and one person's at the gym and you're just chilling, right? Like everyone has their own lives and it's really great when you can all come together and do stuff together, but it's important that you have your alone time and that you have your me time, so to speak, so that you can continue to learn and grow on your own and not rely on the company of other people to make you happy or to, you know, keep you from crying and eating a tub of ice cream. Like you have to be okay with being alone. And I know it's probably different for everybody, but I'm gonna be honest, I thrive when I'm alone, right? Because like I said before, kind of like with going to the gym or shopping alone, You do not have to worry about what anybody else is doing. And it's like such a relieving feeling because, you know, especially if I'm like home alone, then if I want to clean, I can get all the cleaning done or, and I love to clean. So if I talk about that a lot, that's why. Or if I want to decorate, then I can, you know, put things where I want to put them. And then when they come home, they can say like, oh, that doesn't look cute, girl. And then they can tell me where to put it. But, you know, it's really important that I have my me time because otherwise, like, and I think this happened especially in the past couple of years, maybe because of quarantine or COVID or whatever, but sometimes when I'm like social for way too long, you get exhausted. Like, does anybody feel that way? Like, 
even this weekend, it was Easter, and I went to two big, like, family parties, and after a couple hours, like, I'm ready to go home and, like, curl up in my bed and read a book or sit down on my couch and watch TV with a glass of wine and, like, have it just be me, right? Because you can only be social for so long. And I think, like I said, people that are super dependent on other people might, like, thrive in, you know, those family party settings because they have good company around them to kind of keep their spirits up and keep them happy. But then independent people, as much as they love going to family parties and cherishing that time with their family, eventually they're going to need to go home and kind of be with themselves. And that might be like, you know, the, what is that called? Not like internal person, but the people that I'm sure you know that what I'm talking about, the people that like, oh, introvert introvert the people that like like to stay home and you know kind of be by themselves I'm like the one in the middle between introvert and extrovert I don't know what that's called but like I like to go out with my friends I like to go you know get dinner or drinks or whatever I like to go to family parties and see my family and laugh and take pictures and do whatever but then I also really like to be home in my own kind of space and do my own kind of thing okay so just to continue I think that independence, you know, is what it, what it isn't. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how to say this. So independence is not, you know, depending on others for all of your happiness. It's definitely okay to allow others to make you happy, right? Because obviously your friends, your best friends, your boyfriend, your family, your dog, those people are going to bring you happiness, right? And they're going to make you happy. They're going to make you laugh. They're going to make you smile. But it's really important that they don't provide every little bit of your happiness. Like they don't provide 100%. It's good if they do, you know, 50-50. They make you happy some of the time and you make yourself happy some of the time. Or you do things that make you happy or you read things that make you happy. It's also really important to not rely on other people to pay for everything. And I don't even mean like, you know, if you go out to dinner and you're like, crap, like I left my wallet or... I didn't realize that all my bills came out on the same day and now I have $3 left. Can you cover me? Like, not like that, but it's just important that you learn how to manage your money and learn how to pay bills on time and manage your bills and document all that information and do your taxes and whatever it may be and not rely on everyone else in life to kind of take care of that part for you. And I think once you start kind of managing yourself financially, like for example, the past two years, I've done my taxes online and, you know, someone that my dad used to know used to do it for us. And I was like, sweet, here's all my paperwork, take care of it for me. Bada bing, bada boom, done. I don't have to worry about it. But, you know, then we weren't able to go to that person anymore. And um, the past two years, we had to do it on our own and my parents did theirs on their own and I was like oh they'll just do mine no 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 Caitlin you're 25 now (laughs) like you need to do it yourself so I did it online and no matter you know how much money I got back no matter how much money I had to pay it was rewarding to know that like I took care of that I documented all my information I knew where to find it I had all the right paperwork I sent everything in that I needed to you know I kept track of my receipts and my information and whatever And it was really rewarding that I kind of took care of that aspect of my life on my own. And, you know, not only did I not need an expert, but I didn't need my parents. I didn't need like 
anyone to kind of help me out. I did it on my own. And not saying that if you do go to like a tax expert or you do have your parents do it, like that's fine. But I'm just saying for me, it was really rewarding to be able to do it on my own. To backtrack off of that as well, I want to make it clear that it's okay. It's perfectly fine to rely on someone for something, right? Like you don't have to do everything by yourself. Um, For example, anything that happens with my car, anything, whether like the brakes are squeaking, my check engine light came on, my oil needs to be changed, whatever it is, I go to my dad because that's, I mean, that's literally his job. He's an auto body mechanic. So he's like an expert on cars and how to fix them and what to do. So instead of going to someone who maybe owns their own shop and is five minutes down the road, I don't know that person. So for me, anything with my car, I'm going to drive 30 minutes to my parents' house and show my dad because I trust my dad. I know he's going to do like the best that he can for me. I know he knows everything about cars and like it's my dad. So why wouldn't I go to him instead of some random person, right? And I sure as hell don't know anything about cars. I know some stuff, okay, but I don't know a lot. So for things like that, like car stuff, I would go to my dad. Another thing that I just thought of that was so funny that I had to throw in is like people for some reason think that like making phone calls makes you independent, like making your own appointments for the dentist or whatever it may be. But I, and I don't know if anybody's out there with me, I hate making phone calls, okay? Unless I know the person, which sometimes I don't even like that. But I just like... I don't like talking on the phone. I'd either text you or FaceTime you, but I don't like like hearing somebody's voice on the phone and not being able to see them. So when I have to call to order pizza or something, it like freaks me out and I get anxiety and I don't know why, but it just does. And I just remember it was so funny the one time at school, I we were ordering pizza, I think, and everybody's phone was like not in the room or dead or something. And I was the only one with my phone. And one of my coworkers, who I call my school dad, was like, oh, like, Caitlin, you can just call. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm not calling. I don't I don't call places. That's not what I, I don't do that. And he was like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I just don't like it. Like, I don't like calling to schedule an appointment. I don't like calling to order a pizza. I don't, I don't like calling for reservations. Like, I don't like anything. And I'll do it if I absolutely have to. And I'm getting better with it for sure. But I was like, if I don't have to, I'm not going to. So I was like, can you call? <laughs> and he was like, oh my God, you're just like my daughter. But um, it was just funny because like for instances like that, like, yeah, maybe I could be more independent and I could just do it myself. But though that specific thing brings me anxiety and I'm just not about it. So to kind of go back to what I said originally, you don't have to do everything by yourself. You can definitely rely on others for certain things. Just make sure it's not every single thing and definitely make sure it's not your happiness. Okay, so moving on, I think that to continue on like what independence is not, I think it's not needing confirmation from anybody on what you're doing, how you're doing it, why you're doing it, when you're doing it, who you're doing it with. You don't need confirmation from anybody, okay? And that is definitely something that I constantly work on because words of affirmation are like one of my love languages. I need to know, you know, how someone feels about me or what they think about me. But when it comes to like like career stuff or 
you know, fitness or workout stuff. Like, I don't really care what anybody thinks. You know, if someone's like, oh, you really shouldn't be doing that or you shouldn't be eating that. Like, why are you even commenting? Why don't you go worry about yourself, honey boo thang, okay? And, you know, this one thing happened, which, listen, this ruined my day for like, it ruined my day for like a week, okay? (laughs) But the one time someone made a comment, I'm not going to go into details, but somebody made a comment, a grown ass adult made a comment about my workout outfit. Like, I really like to wear, if you know me, I like to wear, and I think I've said this on every single podcast since the first one, I like to wear matching, sometimes neon, like workout fits, okay? They're cute. They motivate me to like work even harder because I look cute. And I just like them. I just like matching fits. I like fashion. I like style. And why wouldn't I carry that into my workouts? But anyway, someone made a comment once that my workout outfits were skimpy, okay? If you don't know what that means, go look it up. I'm not going to define it for you. But first of all, again, it was a grown adult that said this, a grown adult woman, okay? Second of all, I don't know why she's even commenting on me at all because she didn't really even know me, all right? And I'm going to be honest, it really hurt. And like, I was upset for like a week and I even like cried about it. Like, I was like, I'm being bullied by like an adult. Like, this is ridiculous. But then I realized like, and again, with the help of my friends, I realized it does not matter what she's going to say about me. Okay. I have good intentions. I have good morals. I have a good spirit. I have a good soul, whatever. It doesn't matter what some grown woman who's probably a little jealous, which is what my friend said. I'm not saying that. But, you know, it doesn't really matter what she says about me. Who cares what she thinks about what I'm wearing? I look cute. I'm still getting my workout in. I'm healthy. Why does it matter? And they're not skimpy, by the way. Okay? I was fully covered. But anyway, also like workout outfits, 99.9% of the time are leggings, which are skin tight. So I don't really know what she wants me to do, but whatever. Anyway, moving on. So words of affirmation, confirmation, you don't need it from anybody. You also don't need their negative comments either. So you can just ignore those, honey boo. Okay. Okay. Last thing I want to say, because I feel like this podcast is like my longest so far, but I could really talk about independence all day long because it's just so important to me. And if you don't have it again, it's okay. You'll get it. But I definitely think it's just important that you get it eventually. I feel like independence and insecurity go hand in hand. Okay. And they might not for you. Maybe you don't believe that. But I feel like for both independence and insecurity, it's just the fact that, and again, this is personal for me. This is my opinion. I feel as though it means that you don't love yourself enough to believe that you have everything that you need. Right. Because if you're insecure, there's something about you that you don't love. And if you're dependent on others, it means that. There's something that they give you that you can't give yourself. So I feel like those go hand in hand. And once you become more secure with yourself and more confident, then you become more independent and you become more okay with doing things on your own and kind of getting out of your comfort zone. And one more thing that I just thought of is I don't like when people act like they are the most independent thing and that they don't need anybody in the world, okay? Because that's not true you it it just bothers me when people are like I don't need anyone I could do anything myself I don't ask anybody for help because I all I have is me like no okay the fact that you even need to say that just is almost like a 
like a cry for help, right? Like they do need somebody. Um, like shut up. <laughs> yes, you do need somebody, right? And I'm sure you want someone in your life, whether it's a friend or maybe it's a parent or whatever. Like you cannot be 100% independent all the time. Maybe sometimes, maybe one day, like you really didn't talk to anybody and you did everything yourself and whatever. Good for you. But don't come out here and say that you're 100% independent and you don't need anybody in your life because I'm sure if all the people that even spoke to you or lived with you or whatever vanished, you'd be a little upset, okay? And you would need them back. So that's like my last thing. I don't like when people say or when they act like they're so independent and like they don't need anybody because that's not what independence is. It's being okay with yourself and handling things yourself, but then also having company that, you know, kind of lifts you up and adds to it, right? Okay. I feel like I need to stop talking because again, I could go on all day about independence, but just to kind of wrap everything up again, to me, independence is when you're content with not only being alone, but, you know, taking care of yourself, doing things on your own, finding things that make you happy away from and aside from people in your life. And it's totally okay if people add to your happiness, but do not allow them to provide 100% of it. You have to do things on your own independently that make you happy and fulfill you and, you know, keep you going every day. Okay, you can't rely on everybody for support or for happiness or for stability or financial gain or whatever it may be. All right. So I hope you learned something from this. I hope you kind of were able to resonate (laughs) with something and I hope you really enjoyed it. And I hope you'll consider, you know, subscribing on Spotify and kind of following along. And if you haven't listened to the other episodes, make sure you do that. And if you would consider sharing with your friends, that would be really great. And, you know, I'm at like, I forget how many followers I said last time, I think like 51, but I think I gained a couple more since last time. So that's really exciting. And, you know, it's a slow growth, but it's good. And again, I'm not relying on those followers or those numbers to make me happy. It's just the the act or the process of podcasting. So hope you enjoy. I hope you have a wonderful week, whatever you're doing. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.